Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning. It is Monday, December 23rd, 2019. We're two days away from Christmas. Um, and you're once again tuning in to Church Boy Confessions. I'm your host, Emmanuel Heke, and this is all powered by Unassociated LLC. Um, and episode 25, ladies and gentlemen, episode 25, 25 straight weeks, 25 weeks in a row, we've been doing this thing. And you've been here, you've been listening, um, and the listenership has been growing. And you guys have been showing so much support and so much love. And like, I like this is really, you guys really keep me going. Like, just the feedback that I get. I mean, I talk about this pretty much, I, this is pretty much how I open up the show every week. But like, it's just so much positive feedback, so much love. And like, you know, I'm just 25 episodes in. This is going to keep on going into 2020 and until God says stop. So let's get back into another episode. Um, today, I wanted to talk about the dangers of uncertainty. Um, so basically, I start this entire spiel, this entire, you know, I don't want to call it a sermon, but spiel. Yeah, I'm gonna start this entire thing off by talking about how I've been feeling as of late. I've been feeling very weird for about a week now. Um, but you know, like sometimes you don't really have a name for how you're feeling, right? You don't really, you know, like, you know you're not feeling yourself. You know you're not feeling good. You know you're not feeling as confident as you as you should be. But um, you don't really know why. And I think that whenever I'm in a in a place of ambiguity, I really like that's that place where you you don't really know what's what. If it's right or left. If it's right. If it's good or bad. Um, that place is torment for me personally, um, and and is a result of my uncertainty. Um, but at the time I didn't know it was uncertainty. I was just like feeling really weird. Um, so I decided to fast and decided to pray. Um, and God started to reveal more things to me. And basically I got this message and really like this message started off was like last, uh, Thursday and his, you know, even when I was making this message, like before I started recording, like it, um, God spoke to me some more. So I think for anybody who's feeling uncertain, especially about 2020, this message is going to be really good for you. Um, You know, a lot of the thoughts that I've been having as of late is whatever God's telling me about 2020, because I'm really big on years, like going into new years and my expectations and the things I want to do. Like I have my whole plan all the time. Um, So I've been trying to listen on what God has for me in 2020. And I believe that he's spoken to me in some sort where, you know, he's telling me that something big is going to happen. Great things are going to happen in 2020. Um, But my initial response to those words were not excitement. And I think a lot of people around me have been very much excited about 2020, but I haven't been because of my own insecurities of me not knowing how big things are going to happen, me not knowing how um, great things are going to, you know, occur and everything. And ultimately, the questions I've been asking myself is, you know, this idea that I've received, is it really from God? Um, Am I just being too eager to be successful? Am I just being too eager to see this company explode that I start to tell myself that next year is going to be the year that it happens and next year is going, you know, so much big things are going to happen. Like, is that me just being really eager, being ambitious? Because I think one thing I get really scared of is, am I going before God? You know, like, is God really leading me in this direction or is it just me, like, you know, just trying to take charge and trying to mess up? And 
Um, just a side note, I think that a lot of times when we have that idea where it's like, am I going before God and, and you're so scared and hesitant to do something that's risky or do something, I feel like a lot of the time, I'm not talking about all the time, a lot of the time, that's just fear eating you up. It's not you being wise. You're not being wise. You're being fearful. And that's why you're second guessing yourself. Um, because, and I can say that because I think that that's where I've been. Um, ultimately when I look at 2020, I haven't been optimistic about it. I've been very scared about it, scared that I'm not going to accomplish things just flat out. Um, and you know, I look at things that are on my plate, you know, the job hunt post-grad coming up, what's post-grad going to look like? I've seen countless people come before me that post, you know, they talk about post-grad being really hard. Trying to find a job is really hard. Trying to apply to grad school, either stuff's really hard. Um, you know, some people have yet to find jobs and everything. And I know I don't want to be in that situation, but like, that's something on my plate. It's an obstacle on my plate. Um, just anything that could possibly come up with the company. Cause you can't really foresee everything, every problems that you could have. Um, all the pressures that I've been receiving, especially financially, financially, I've been sufficient. So I thank God, but at the same time, like I've been sufficient for the things that I need to pay for, but it's like not much leeway like you know what i'm saying like it's almost like i'm living like check to check and like living check to check is not the funnest thing to do like you know what i'm saying and um ultimately i think that one of the biggest pressures that i've had is um not directly but indirectly coming from becoming the man of the house um my dad is old and my dad is working um he's still working and he's working more than I could, I could if I were him. <laughs> like, let's just leave it at that. I don't want to put my dad's business out there, but he's working really hard and it bothers me a lot that he works that hard to provide for this family. Um, and I can't help but fear every now and then that me possibly stacking all my eggs in this unassociated basket can be something I regret. I can't help but fear that sometimes, you know, am I supposed to do this and make this a living or is this supposed to just be something I do on the side to inspire people here and there? You know, I can't help but think that what if I shoot for the stars and I miss who's going to take care of this family? Who's going to pay off my sister's student loans like I plan to do? You know, who's who's going to take care of my mom like I plan to do? Who's going to take care of my dad like I plan to do? Like, who's going to be the man to stick up with this family if I put all my eggs in this basket and I shoot for, you know, the stars and I chase my dreams and all that stuff. And it was never what God intended for me to do in the first place. And let me tell you something. I know that God wants me to do this, but that doesn't stop these thoughts from coming to me. Um, and you know, when I first decided to agree to this, to agree to doing unassociated because God gave me the preposition, he, he, he proposed to me that, Hey, this is what I want you to do. And I had to decide and say, okay, that's, you know, I'm going to do it. And one of the stipulations on there was that I needed to be certain. And it's funny because this is back in February, but I remember that, that, you know, I wrote it down in my whole speech. You can go to the first episode. And when I read the speech, you know, that I, that I had for myself, the note to myself about committing to unassociated, that I had to be certain 
Um, but in this season, I've been very uncertain. Um, and ultimately, I think that the, the danger in being uncertain is that it, it's, a, it's a space creator. Uncertainty creates space. Because God can tell you one thing, right? And you're supposed to latch on to that one thing. But when you're uncertain, you start to detach from God's promise, right? From God's word over your life. And you create space. And what comes in to occupy that space is your imagination. And not the good side of your imagination that has visions and has faith. But it's the, imagine, the bad sides of your imagination, the ones that's influenced by outside factors, the one that's influenced by situations around you. Because notice that the reason why I'm so scared about 2020 is because of the situations around me, right? The fears come in. The doubt comes in. And it fills in that space that uncertainty creates. Um, and it wasn't until I'm making this message. I literally just started like, it's weird. Cause normally I know I get a Bible verse and then I start writing out like the message that I want to preach, like from the Bible verse. But today it was weird. Like, I just started writing out how I was feeling. And then the verse came to me later. So this verse, I didn't get until literally five minutes before I started recording this, but it's a passage. It's in Isaiah 55 chapter 55, um, verse 8 to 11. So I'm going to read it. And it reads, this is God talking to the um, children of Israel through the prophet Isaiah. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain cometh down and the snow from heaven returneth not hither and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth and make it maketh it bring forth and bud that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall be. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. May God bless the hearing and the reading and understanding of his word in Jesus name. Amen. This passage, very powerful passage. I think it really starts at verse eight. Straight away. When God says that your thoughts are not the same as his thoughts. Your thoughts that may be contaminated with fear and doubt and pessimistic images are not the same things that he is thinking. And then it goes a step further. It says that our ways are not his ways because when we, when we, you know, look at a goal and we can't figure out a way to that goal, that's when we get so frustrated, right? When we make all these plans, right? And then the plans don't, don't work and they fall through. God says, your ways are not my ways. Isn't it, isn't it just, a great feeling to know that you don't have to depend on your own ways and your own thoughts to know that there is a God who's on your side that has better thoughts and who, and that has better ways, better plans for what he has for you, for you to get what he has for you. I think that the biggest gist of this entire passage is the fact that he talks about his word and I, and I believe I, I brought this uh, passage up in a previous episode, but I'm not sure. His word goes forth and it will not return to him void. 
empty. Meaning that when God says something, he expects for it to come to fruition. Are you the person that God has said something to? Has he given you a word about 2020? Has he given you a word about what's going to happen next in your life? God has set it forth and he expects it to bear fruit. It will not come back to him void. We love to be uncertain about these things. You know, let be uncertain about something if it's just your word, right? You say that something's going to happen, but God doesn't back it. Yeah, you can definitely be uncertain about that. But when God is backing something, there is no need, no logic that is powerful enough that can justify you being uncertain. God's word is truth. Um, And ultimately, you know, the thing about the truth is that you have to believe in it and you can't just always second guess it. You can't always second guess yourself. Um, And it's easy to second guess yourself when, like I said, the situations around you, everything that you're seeing is persuading you to actually second guess yourself. Um, You know, one of the one of the people I look up to today like he literally just became a role model of mine like this year. His name is Jerry Lorenzo. He is the founder of Fear of God, um, which is a streetwear clothing brand. Um, I'm actually wearing it right now. Boop. It's a hoodie. Um, and first of all, I love the clothes, but also like I love this guy just because he is a child of God. He's a Christian creative. Um, and I think that's really going to, I mean, Christian creatives are coming up and uh, Jerry Lorenzo is one of them. And he posts like these inspirational tweets every now and then. Um, And, you know, I think that me seeing one of his tweets recently was confirmation from God. And this is what it said. It said, man sees rejection. The spirit sees direction. Insight is greater than eyesight. Um, And the reason why that struck me so much is because when you can't rely on your eyesight to help you believe in God's word. Remember that insight is better than eyesight. What is insight? Insight can be that vision that the Holy Spirit reveals to you. That gut feeling, you knowing that something's supposed to happen, something great is supposed to happen. God can communicate to us through that gut feeling. Give us insight through that gut feeling. But a lot of times we 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 want to move with our gut, but we stop because we see all these different obstacles in front of us. And then when we stop, we become uncertain because although we feel like we should expect something over there, it doesn't look like we should expect something over there. 2020. We need to stop using our eyesight and start using our insight. I believe so. I mean, we can start today. We don't have to wait till 2020. I came to a place where the uncertainty was drowning me. And ultimately, I was overwhelmed. All the stuff that I needed to do, I was overwhelmed. Just overwhelmed. Um, And basically, I have all this pressure, right? 
And what the pressure does is that it, 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 it makes me have uncertainty, right? You know, my lack of faith, it makes, makes me have uncertainty, right? And the uncertainty leads to fear, right? We talked about that, the imagination's coming in because of the, the space that uncertainty makes. Um, and the thing about this fear was that, you know, sometimes fear pushes you back, right? Um, or sometimes fear pushes you forward, right? But the fear that I've been experiencing is a paralyzing fear. This fear wants you to stay exactly where you're at. Many of us have experienced this before. And the thing about paralyzing fear is that I think is possibly one of the best tools that the devil could ever use. Because it makes you scared to move. And it makes you scared to expect. Paralyzing fear caused by uncertainty If you're uncertain about what move you should make, best believe you're not going to make a move. Maybe you're scared because, oh, what if I make this move here and I fail? Or if I make this move here and I'm just doing it wrong and, and God punishes me? Or what if I go here and I go there and I go here and I go there and I go up and I go down and it's the wrong move? All that, all of that uncertainty, all of that, all of that, it it paralyzes you. You don't want to move. Or maybe God is telling you, hey, this is what I'm going to do. But you do have to understand that God's promises is accessed by our own faith. We have to believe that he's going to do it, right? But that paralyzing fear, it's, it's keeping you from expecting. It keeps you from moving. It keeps you from expecting. It keeps you from moving works. And it keeps you from expecting faith. It keeps you from working and it keeps you from having faith. What are the two things that you need to really accomplish anything in this life? Faith and works. The Bible says faith without works is dead. Imagine having no faith and no works. You're just sitting there. You're not doing anything. Uncertainty leads to fear. Fear can be paralyzing. Paralyzing fear can lead to you not moving and you not expecting, you not working and you not having faith. Ultimately, you laying there like a dead animal, useless, all because you're scared of making the wrong step or scared of expecting the wrong thing, ultimately scared of failing. What happened to Peter? It was uncertainty that caused him to sink when he was walking on water. Uncertainty. When he took his eyes off Jesus and he began to sink because he was uncertain. That fear. That he was afraid, right? He was afraid when 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 the when the waters were when the waves were crushing. They didn't hit him, but the waves were crushing, and you become uncertain. Should I really be walking on water right now? Who's to say that I have the ability to do this? Who's to say that I'm actually going to make it to Jesus Christ? If Peter was certain in himself that he can get all the way to Jesus Christ, then it wouldn't even matter what the waves did. Uncertainty. It's a dangerous thing. Very dangerous way of thought. Going into 2020, what you need to do is create the space 
that you need to hear God. And once you hear God, because he will speak to you, you need to be certain and stop second guessing yourself. Because it's not on you to hear from God and then start thinking of the different ways that he's going to do it, because it may be a completely different way that you didn't even imagine. It's not for you to just figure out yourself. You just need to be certain that it's going to happen. And God's going to direct you on what moves to make. God's going to direct you in what to expect. And he's not going to lead you astray. He's not going to deceive you. Is God a deceiver? Be certain. Walk with confidence. Do everything you do with confidence, knowing that God is backing you. Because if he told you to do it, then he is backing you. He's supplying you. He's making you sufficient. Ladies and gentlemen, we've come to the end. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. Your thoughts are not his thoughts. Your plans are not his plans. God can make a way where there is no way. The verse that just came to me right now um, is in Ephesians when it says that God can do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think of. All that we ask or think of. That means he can do so much more than we can imagine. So much more than we could even be brave enough to ask for. That's what God is capable of. He doesn't have to stop at your imagination. Be certain. Be certain. Let's go on to confessions. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this word. It's what I needed to hear. And I believe that it's what a lot of people needed to hear themselves, God. Help us to be certain. We now realize the danger of being uncertain, God. We realize how it can lead to us being paralyzed in fear, oh God. It's scary, God. It's scary. It's not a good place to be in, and we acknowledge that, God. We understand that, God. Lord Jesus, going into 2020, starting today, really, right when the listener is hearing this word, God. God, we come before you and we're making a commitment. We're going to say that in 2020, we will listen to what you have to say for us. Listen to the plans you have for our lives. Listen to the goals you want us to, to go to chase after, God. And we will be certain about it. We will hear your, hear your voice and we'll be certain, God. We're not going to be scared to move. We're not going to be scared to expect. We're not going to be scared to work. We're not going to be scared to have faith, Lord Jesus. We're going to put our faith in, in our works together, God. And we're going to serve you. And we're going to accomplish everything that you have for us to accomplish, God. I'm not saying, you know, we're not saying that obstacles won't come. We're not saying that, you know, the, the we're not saying fear won't come. We're not saying that all these different, you know, just everything negative won't happen, God, but we will say that our certainty in you, Father God, is going to be what allows us to navigate through everything in 2020 with confidence and with our head held high, God. Be thou exalted, be thou glorified, be thou magnified, King of kings and Lord of lords. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen.
Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in once again. We're almost there. We're almost there. We're almost in 2020, guys. Get your mind right. It's going to come. And I want all of us to be ready because God can do amazing things in a year. But you got to let him. You got to believe in him. You got to create the space for him in your life. And when you do, be certain about everything that he tells you because the devil is going to do everything that he can to make sure you do not believe that God is going to do what he says he's going to do. But you heard in, in the verse in Isaiah 55, 11, he, he, he has his word that goes forth and he expects it to come back having bared some fruit and not being void. God expects it. If God expects it from us or God expects it from his word, we can expect it from his word. Go in peace. Have a wonderful week. Love you guys. Merry Christmas. Peace out.